today we welcome a very special guest, Mr. Dylan. Thanks for having me, girls. Of course. Always a pleasure. What made you want to become a coach? You know, there's a lot of things. I had, I had some great mentors when I was in high school. Uh, both of the head coaches that I played for in high school were great people and, and, and great leaders of, of programs. And one of those, unfortunately, has passed away. But the other one is still one of my best friends. He was the best man in our wedding and over 40 years ago now. And he's still working. He's a superintendent of schools down in Arizona. We talk at least two to three times a month. And, and uh, uh, he's a great mentor of mine. That's good. What school has been your favorite school you have coached at? Well, you know, they've all been my favorite. Like when I'm there, you know, right now this is my favorite. But I'd say the best uh, situation that I've ever coached in was in the nine years that I was the head football coach at Dowling Catholic in, in West Des Moines. It's a great opportunity for me. I had a lot of fun. Helped Dowling win their first two state championships. So uh, that was back in 2000 and 2001. Uh, my oldest son was one of the team captains on that 2000 team, so that was really special. And and uh, so that that would be what I'd say right now is not necessarily my favorite, but probably the best job that I've ever had. Yeah, Dowling is known for their sports, so I can imagine. Well, they certainly are, and it's usually it's not just football; it's it's a variety of sports at that school. Yeah. What are your hobbies aside from coaching? You know, I love to read. Uh, I love to read thrillers and and, and uh, mostly fiction stuff. Uh, but I also love to play golf. Golf is golf is a passion of mine. I love to play. I don't get to play enough. I look forward to the day when I finally can retire and and maybe play golf about five out of seven days a week <laughs> and, and really enjoy it. And then spending time with my family. That's you know that's the other hobby that I have. It's uh, you know, we've got two grandsons now, both of them in the Des Moines area, and so uh, we love spending time with them and, and our, our daughter and then our oldest son, uh, who lives down in Texas now in Waco, Texas, he coaches at Baylor University on the, on the baseball side, and, 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 uh, and then our youngest son lives, also lives in Des Moines. So uh, I'm guessing, you know, as, as we get closer to retirement, we're going to we're out the highway between between Des Moines and, and Waco, Texas, going <laughs> back and forth to visit all those people. So, what made you choose St. Edmund? You know, it was it was a situation we were we were ready to leave South Florida again. Uh, we were teaching in Miami and and living in North Broward County and in Pompano Beach. And for those that don't know, it's only thirty five miles from from where our house was in Pompano Beach to the school in South Miami. But that 35 miles could take you three hours to get there because of traffic. Traffic's an absolute nightmare in South Florida and we basically had enough. We had family up here. We really wanted to get back to Iowa. So we were able to apply for the St. Edge job and got it. And you know, one of the other things was uh, I wanted to be in a Catholic school. I wanted to be in that Catholic school environment uh, spent now the majority of my career in Catholic schools, nine years at Dowling, uh, seven, seven years at two different schools in South Florida, Pope John Paul II, 
High School in Immaculata LaSalle High School in Miami. And now St. Edmund's going on my fifth year. So uh, I've had more time now in the, in the Catholic schools in teaching than I have in the public schools. So really excited that, that I was able to get this job up here. We are too. <laughs> Thank you. Who has inspired you the most? Um, you know, a lot of people. I, I, look, I look around and, and, and I've spoke about my two high school football coaches, both of them great, great men. Uh, great leaders of men, and and uh, you know they they inspired inspired me to to get into coaching and teaching and 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 be a positive force and be be a leader of young people and and I think I've done that over my 40 years. I, you know, uh, winning is important to me, but what's most important to me is is being able to transform young men into into uh, great adults and so when you look at uh, why do I coach why do I continue to coach because I want I want to help turn these young men into great fathers great employees whether they're going to be uh, lawyers doctors businessmen uh, whatever it might be I want them to become good family people I want them to get married and have kids and 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 be great role models for their children and and I think to me that that's my that's my why it's it's why I do what I do and and uh, I really enjoy that part of it. And when I see people that I've coached, you know, it's hard to believe now, but I've got people that I've coached that are in their fifties, which is hard for me to fathom. But <laughs> you know, when you start coaching at age twenty three, uh, you know that's going to happen. And uh, I'm Facebook friends with a lot of my old former players, both. Uh, from around the country, and, and uh, it's a really special to me when I when I make contact with, with some of those older players and, and see what's happened in their life and, and what they've done with themselves. This isn't football related, but a lot of us are wondering, how did you meet Mrs. Dillon? Well, it's interesting. You know, we both went to Cornell College. I, I went to high school in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She went to high school in Des Moines at Roosevelt High School. So, uh, obviously, we didn't meet in high school. Uh, she's a year younger than I am. So I was a sophomore at Cornell. She was a freshman. We met somewhere around January, middle of January, you know, after the whole first semester thing was over. Um, I asked her to go to, we had a, at our, we lived in the same dorm, but, but didn't really hang out together in that, in that first semester. But I asked her to, we had a pajama party in, in February in our dorm. And I said, hey, do you want to go to the pajama party with me? That was our, quote, first date, somewhere around February 9th of 1978. And, and uh, so, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun that time. We started seeing each other more and more. And eventually she took me to meet uh, her, her parents. And, and uh, for Easter, Easter Sunday, I, I went there for the weekend. And, you know, her dad kept asking, is... is What's, what's this guy's name? And she said, well, it's Matt Dillon. And her dad said, is he the quarterback of the football team? And she says, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, I was. And, and so, yeah, she asked me uh, after she had that conversation with her dad. I said, well, yes, I am. Thanks, thanks for asking. So, you know, that tells you how important probably football was on the campus at, at Cornell College. So, uh, but, but we had a lot of fun playing, had, had some great teams and, and, uh, you know, the rest is kind of history. 
How do you feel the football season is going so far? You know, we're, we're two and two right now. We're playing the number one, number one ranked team in the state tonight, um, uh, Remsen St. Mary's. Maybe the best football team that, that we'll have played against in my tenure here. They're really good. We got outstanding players at just about every position. This is, and we're on the road. So this is going to be a tough one for us tonight. Our kids are going to show up. We're going to play hard. We're going to give it everything we got. But at the end of the day, if it's not enough, it's not enough. We move on to next week. we got Bishop Garrigan next week for homecoming. And uh, we're looking forward to that one as well. How are you liking the switch to eight-man? It's kind of a different game. You know, our kids are learning. Coaches are learning. The biggest thing that you learn defensively, if you miss a tackle, it usually turns into a touchdown. Uh, offensively, there are big plays all over the field. Excuse me. You just have to make them. And, uh, you know, we missed a few last week that, that would have given us an opportunity to be right in that ball game. And those are the mistakes that we got to correct. We've got a very young football team. Uh, 18 of our 25 players are either freshmen or sophomores. Uh, and that's a, that's a tough road to hoe for, for teams that are that young. But our kids are competing hard and they're doing a great job. And uh, we're going to fight hard till the end. What is something you're looking forward to this year? Something I'm looking forward to. Well, uh, I look forward to coming to school every day. You know, I've been in this business now for a little over 40 years. People ask me how long I'm going to be in it. And I keep saying I'm going to be in it as long as I love coming to work. And, and uh, I love what I do in the classroom from a teaching standpoint. I've got both of you girls in, in uh, some of my classes. And, you know, I, I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Um, oh, we do. Oh, good. And, and, and uh, I like uh, being that having that role of being a classroom teacher as, as well as being a coach. I coach three different sports here. Uh, when football's over, I'll coach eighth grade boys basketball. When that's over, I'll turn around and, and coach boys golf in the spring. And, and you know, and, and just being around it. And I tell people this all the time. You know, I look at people that are my age. Sometimes I see them and I say, man, do I look that old? And people say, no, not at all. And I, and I say, and I think the reason why is because I'm around young people all day long. And that helps keep me young. So I really enjoy what I'm doing. What is your favorite memory so far this year? Uh, well, this year, uh, you know, favorite memory. Uh, you know, we haven't really created a favorite one yet. We've created some good ones, you know, a couple good wins. Uh, beating uh, Arweva in the first, first game. Um, you know, that was that was a good win for us. That game last year went into overtime. We, we really handled them pretty well this year, so that was great. Turn that around, lose to West Ben Mallard. Uh, got pretty much manhandled physically in that game. Uh, and, then, and then turn around and win the next one. So, uh, you know, when, I love to see our guys excited about winning and excited when, when they have when they have a great win I think that's really awesome uh, you know in the, in, the, in the second win this year was against North Iowa we were down 18 to 14 at the half and turn around and outscore them 34 to nothing in the second half probably the best half of football we've played uh, at least certainly this year but maybe maybe in, in my time at, at St. Ed's that was really a good half of football for us and so we need to continue those trends and, and continue to 
improve and get better and, and get these young guys game experience and and uh, that'll bode well for the future for us. What do you enjoy most about coaching and teaching at St. Ed's? You know, it's about being around young people and having an influence on their lives. That, to me, that's the most important thing. Uh, you know, I, I strive every day to make my students better, to make my players better, not just better in the classroom, but better people. Uh, that, that, you know, we just came back from morning mass uh, for on game day. We take our football team over there for the 7 o'clock mass. And I think that's really important, sharing – sharing God and sharing the Lord with our people and uh, our, our students. And that's why I teach and coach in a Catholic high school. I think that's really important. Well, thank you, Mr. Dillon, for coming in. Well, thank you so much uh, for having me. Enjoyed this immensely. All righty. We're going to talk homecoming week now. So our first dress-up day on Monday is hallway day. So the hallways are going to be holidays. The freshmen have Mardi Gras, the sophomores have St. Patrick's Day, the juniors have Christmas, and then the seniors have Halloween. Tuesday is Trendy Tuesday. You can do any trend that you would like. Um, some examples are White Lie or Little Miss, Little Mister. Wednesday is Country versus Country Club, so the freshmen and juniors are going to be country, and the sophomores and seniors are going to be Country Club. Thursday is Character Day, and you can dress up as any character you would like, if it's appropriate. And then Friday is Dress Up and Spirit Day. Make sure you got your best spirit going on and your nice clothes in the morning. Now let's talk some homecoming activities. So Wednesday, uh, we have Powder Puff Football at 5.30 with a pep rally and volleyball to follow at the arena. Thursday is TPing, which cannot take place on any school grounds. Friday is coronation and a pep assembly as well as the big football game. And last, Saturday is the big dance. Well, that's all the time we have for now. Thank you, Mr. Dillon, for joining us. Once again, I am Sophie. And I am Libby. And thank you for listening to episode two. I hope you all have a great day.